Welcome to the Bear Ash Podcast. I'm Chase. And I'm Manny. This is a podcast where we smoke and review cigars and review reviews of cigars and plenty other random nonsense. Yep, and today um, we just lit these cigars. They already taste fantastic. We have mm. the Oliva Siri V in a 7-inch by 38 ring gauge. This is a Lancero, I believe, right? Oh, yes, sir. And it is delicious. One of one of my, I'd say, top two f- uh, favorite sizes for cigars. The Lancero, mm. and I like a Torpedo. Yeah, you like them long and thin? I like them long and thin and long and thick. Huh, interesting. Yeah, with that pointy <laughs> so end. So you go for just about anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cigar, cigar-wise, of course. Oh yeah, I'm a size queen. Oh, Manny, Manny, Manny. So we just lit these, and yes, we uh, did. Pulled up some reviews and some other information about these cigars. And uh, what do you taste so far? Um, I mean, right off the bat, uh, it's very creamy. A little spicy, almost like a little cedar in there, too. Um, hold on. I'll wait. Mmm. Oh, dude, the retrohale is so creamy. Mmm. Let me try. Oh, too much. <laughs> I mean, I think we all expected that to happen. <laughs> That was too much. Too much smoke through the nose. (laughs) Hey, I mean, Manny, before we jump completely into this... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. uh, It's been a while since we've recorded together. Yeah, for like... Or apart, for that matter. (laughs) Not that we record separately ever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, we did have uh, one recording in there, but I think we decided not to to, uh, make it public. Even though there's only, I think, three individuals in the world who listen to this aside from us. Yeah, and honestly, at least one of them would probably appreciate that episode, but... (laughs) Hmm. That's a good point. I don't think it would be good for the rest of the world. No. So, it's been a while. uh, And hunting season, I uh, honestly took up a ton of my time. Yeah? You know, we went... You're going to blame it on hunting, huh? We we met and went bird hunting, and then I've been, you know, taking care of uh, training the dog and hunting deer. It's been a lot. Yeah, man. Training my children to go fetch birds. Nice. Well, I have not been hunting, but but I do. uh, We did, as you know, Manny, but yeah, the listeners may not. We did decide to pull our kids out of distance learning and homeschool them, uh, which requires, uh, you know, grading and all that fun stuff in the evenings and getting stuff ready for the next day. And so it's been a little crazy, a little crazier than usual, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But we are back. We're back, and I feel like we're going big with this cigar. Back in action. Going hard for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, what are you tasting on this cigar, man? Hmm. Hold on. So. Hmm. I can't. Hold on. Let me place it. It's very well blended, which is a good thing. It's, like, hard to pick out individual flavors for me. Mm-hmm. Although, I guess it has been hard to taste stuff lately. Uh-oh. I mean, taste... I don't taste anything. Oh, really? What about smells? Uh, 
Well, now, I can't smell it either. Oh, Manny. Oh, is it? Oh, my goodness. I think you have just a minor sinus infection. <laughs> that would be my official diagnosis. All right. Oh, nothing to worry about. Hold on. Let me see. It is a little spicy. Yep. It is a little spicy. It wasn't at first, uh, but now that I'm a little bit, I'm like, eh, maybe an inch in. <laughs> um, it is a little spicy. Uh, I see what you mean by creamy, but I was going to say, let me confirm this. Hmm, maybe like, um, burnt peanuts. Ooh, I was going to say a little nutty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Um, Dude. D- where would you put this on the, uh, strength scale? I'm feeling like it's a medium, like a good solid medium. Interesting. Because of the spiciness, I want to say it's more of a full body. Yeah. But well, you know, some people just can't take a take a full body, you know, like others. Yeah, some people are spicier than others. Yeah, true, true. Everyone's got a different flavor profile. Yeah. <laughs> people are like cigars, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Gotta make sure you put your mouth on the right end. It's a, you know, that, those are some good words of wisdom right there. It's an old English proverb. Mm. You know what? You know what I'm noticing. I think the spiciness is more so after you exhale, not exhale, because I guess you never inhaled. But after you blew the smoke, after you blow the smoke out, it's almost like a like the lingering, like flavors on your palate is what's spicy. Not necessarily right. during the actual draw of the cigar. You're right. It's like a sleeper spice. Ooh, careful. <laughs> I didn't say sleep or sell. Don't flag this show on an algorithm. <laughs> Careful what you say. No, I, I see your helicopter flying over my is house. It beca- wait, is it because you're drinking alcohol with it? Uh, I am not drinking alcohol with it. Oh, what are you drinking? Well, Manny, it is the week before Christmas. Um, not that no. that has anything specifically to do with my drink. <laughs> but uh, I, I decided to go with a coffee, and I just uh, dropped a little candy cane in there. Um, are you happy with your choice of pairing? Um, I am happy. I mean, I could be happier, but uh, as you know, I just got over like a two-week bout of gout, as they call it, uh, which was pretty friggin' miserable, honestly. Um, very painful. And I have no interest in drinking alcohol for a little while. I, I sh- that's a lie. I have interest in it, but I'm going to avoid it. Hey, <laughs> um... Now, they call that King's disease. Oh, yes, sir, they do. Was it, was it like, standard that they got that because of the lavish diet? Uh, yeah, the idea was that because of their diet that, that a king would get it. Because it's, I mean, stereotypically from, like, rich foods and alcohol. <clears throat> uh, but, I mean, it can actually come from anything. I think my, my latest gout attack was from stress. Yeah, stress is a trigger for me. But I mean, you can get it from spinach, from mushrooms. There's a lot of things that cause high uric acid you say levels spinach? in your body. Spinach, yes, sir. <laughs> That's why Popeye had that little limp, you know. What? Oh, because yeah, you never noticed Popeye's limp. It, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. swollen forearms. Was that, sorry, was that? Uh, was, <laughs> yeah, that's what's actually uric acid <laughs> crystals building up in his elbows, causing inflammation in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that does not sound like fun. Uh, no, it was not. So I decided to avoid the alcohol and just go with a nice... I'm also sitting in my shed that is not heated and very chilly right now. 
What what is the um, so temperature I, there for in, while you're enjoying your cigar? Uh, I believe it is. Are we talking real feel? or Are we talking wind chills? Um, I think that's the same thing. I'm talking about the actual air temperature. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, I think the actual air temperature is 29. Oh, that's pretty cold. That's pretty cold yep. for where you guys are. Yep, it's pretty chilly, man. Want to know what it is here? Snow. Um, can I guess? I'll give you one guess. All right, I'm going to guess the actual temperature is 18 degrees. No, it's 25. Hmm. Man. Yeah, sorry. I, I'm a failure. So, uh, but, uh I have some... Pairing? Oh, well, actually, <clears throat> from our hunting trip, oh. my dad introduced us to Jameson Black Barrel. Oh, yeah. And um, this is some of the smoothest whiskey I've ever had. It's delicious. Mm. I, I kid you not, Manny. Right before you said that, I took a sip of my coffee. And I, I even thought, like, oh, that Jameson we had in New Hampshire would be delicious in here. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrific stuff. Yeah. Jameson Black Barrel. They're a sponsor of the show now. Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they, did they mistake us for something else? <laughs> Most likely, if that was the case, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think anyone who would sponsor this would it would be a mistake. Oh man! No, 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 not that's I'm, that's not what I meant. No, 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 no. Unrelated. <laughs> I was trying to get access to the. Uh, I was trying to get access to the Oliva Cigar website, and my work computer blocked it. Oh, I think it'd be really funny if someone from work from your work listened to this podcast, <laughs> and every episode. I think you mentioned something that's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> it would also explain why every meeting you walk into with your laptop, it reeks like cigars. <laughs> yes, it reeks like cigars. That's what I tell them. <laughs> that's cigars, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Don't accuse me of moida. <laughs> that is your honor. <laughs> All right. Do you oh, want to hear? Task here. Wait, what do you want to hear first? Do you want to hear a review of the cigar, or do you want to hear some history from Wikipedia about Oliva Cigar Company? I feel like that's going to be more interesting than a review. <laughs> All right. So they have a pretty decent uh, Wikipedia page. Um, it looks like Oliva Cigar Company, the manufacturer of several brands of cigars, primarily grown and produced in Nicaragua and sold worldwide. The family-owned company traces its roots to patriarch Melanio Oliva, who began growing tobacco in Pinar del Rio, Cuba, in 1886. <laughs> Pinar. In 1964, in the aftermath of the 1959 Cuban Revolution, Melanio's grandson, Gilberto Oliva, emigrated with his family to Spain before eventually moving to Nicaragua and re-entering the tobacco business. In 1995, Gilberto and his son, Gilberto Jr., launched the Gilberto Oliva brand, a label which evolved into today's Oliva. Uh, the company is based in Miami Lakes, Florida. Mm. So, the Oliva Cigar Company has been acquired by J. Cortez Cigars as of the summer of 2016. Hmm. Um, the five Oliva siblings and the great-grandchildren of Melania Oliva remain actively involved in the family brand. Gilberto Jr. runs a Nicaraguan leaf-growing operation and creates blends. Carlos oversees production 
Jeannie runs the office in Miami Lakes, and Jose directs sales. Okay, wow. I guess they got the whole cast and crew on Wikipedia. I do have a question for you, Manny. Uh, okay. Why did you say Jose with an accent, but not Jeannie? Well, because my name is Jose. Well, I mean, it's not. My middle name is Jose. But do I go around telling people my name is Michael? Maybe you should. Oh. People wouldn't get so scared when people are calling for you. Oh, yeah? (laughs) What are you saying? That Chase is more intimidating than Michael? People screaming, Chase! (laughs) Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was, was, I'm sorry, that was a hit and miss. Yeah, you know, it's just low-hanging fruit, Manny. It wasn't even that. But you got to take a swing, you know? Yeah. Aim for the ground you'll never miss. (laughs) Well, I hit it. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, sorry to interrupt you Well, that's about it um, They have a list of the brands that they own Yeah So they own uh, Flor de Oliva Master Blends 3 Nub Cane Ooh, so they do own Nub They do own Nub, I told you You didn't believe me, and I told you It's not that I didn't believe you, I just didn't know um, Alright and Kane and Kane Nub and Viejo Mundo and Nub Cafe. Hmm. There you go. Your favorite. I do like Nubs. Yeah, so do I actually. But I meant the Nub Cafe. I do not like the Nub Cafe. I have yet to find a coffee flavored or infused cigar that I like. Yeah, I mean, come on, you haven't tried the uh, Mint Mocha by uh, Drew Estates, um, <laughs> not Acid, what do they call those? Their coffee ones, their coffee line. Oh, Java? Yeah, Java. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, it tastes just like a little uh, Mint Mocha, you know, it'd be perfect around the holidays. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> oh, man, this cigar is actually just getting better. So in what way? Are you getting uh, happier? Do you up. feel happier? No, I always feel happier. Wait. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Every moment of the day, it so just gets happier and happier. So you're forever accelerating in your happiness? Oh, yeah, forever. Eventually I'll burst in happiness. And you'll become forever a black hole. Yep. That just that just sucks in all the sunshine. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt, <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I, the strength is picking up. Um, I feel like... Flavor-wise. Pause. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, dude, this is a very creamy smooth. I would still put it at medium body, but it is very creamy and smooth. Yeah, I, uh, after smoking it, 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 like, got strong at first, and then it kind of tapered out a little bit. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd agree with you on the medium body. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll put it this way: I'm very excited to come back into my shed, my shop, whatever you want to call this little structure of mine. Uh, tomorrow morning, shed. I think it's going to smell delicious in here. It does smell really good, doesn't it? Um, it does. Can't smell, huh? <laughs> no, I can. I'm just uh, <laughs> struggling to. I have a, a little bit of trim in the overhang of the roof on this shed that I built this past year. That is not complete so it airs out pretty quickly so like literally the smoke is just like flying up in the air and right out this little area that doesn't have trim on it <laughs> <laughs> but i'll notice it tomorrow morning when i come back out here you know 
You know, this is cigar related and it's something that I might be interested in researching further is I really would like to see what's out there as far as like quiet air filters. Cause like, it'd yeah. be nice to have something that wasn't like, you can get fans that like, you know, suck air out of the, like that would suck air out of this room and put it outside. Or you can get like big, loud, like carbon filters. But uh, I know they make some real nice ones for cigar stores and lounges. I wonder if there's anything that could, like, be affordable just for you and I or whoever. I would love to have something like that here in the barn. Sometimes, like, if I have a few people over um, and we're watching the fights, of course, socially distancing and, um, you know, making sure we're all masked while we're smoking. and Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, throwing hand sanitizer on each other. Yeah, just spitting it all over each other. <laughs> um, actually, it's been a while since I had anything. But anyway, but I would love, like, when there's four or five guys all smoking cigars in this little room here watching the fights, gets, uh, we have to have, like, all the windows open and the door open. So it makes it kind of hard to do in the wintertime. Yeah. I'd love to there see is, there. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the brand. You see, if I had known that this was going to be one of the topics, Manny, um, I would have come prepared. You can come prepared next um, time. Do some research. You know, that's a good point. I can do some research. But there is a brand um, of, it's like a HEPA filter, but it's like meant for like a homeowner. Um, oh, crap. I want to say it's like Rabbit or something like that, but I don't think that's accurate. But anyways, I'll, I'll do some research for our next episode. Okay. Um, because I feel like they're somewhat affordable, like a couple hundred bucks. Um, and they, I mean, I've never used it specifically for cigar smoke, but I've been told that they work great for cigar smoke. I bet I could ask, uh, I got to stop in and do what you have. I bet I could ask them too, like what they use. Like, obviously they have to have a pretty legit one. Yeah. Um, cause it's got to kill a lot of COVID as well. But I yeah. wonder if, like, I wonder like why they chose that brand and if they make anything smaller. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know there's just a lot of big ones in all the smoke shops around here. Stuff that you're not going to install in your barn. That's what, if you had, like, even, okay, let's say you didn't have a barn or a shed or, like, your own room. You could totally, like, install one of those in, like, a little closet. And <laughs> 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 just, like, hot box, your little closet, watching the fights on your phone, having a cigar. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on this here podcast. But uh, there is a guy that I met when buying a used humidor when we first moved to the D.C. area here who was a little creepy because he, like, invited me into his house and then it was, like, in his basement. And then, uh, you know, so he started asking me questions and I just started talking about some cigars that I smoke. Also, like, keeping my eye on the door. <laughs> Jeez. No, this dude, like, had his little home office in his basement. So I walked in. He just was, like, on a swivel chair and just spun around and just looked at me and was like, hey, you here for the humidor? So yeah, he was like, come have a seat. And I was like, okay, this is getting weird. Um, but anyways, um, turns out this dude's an architect and he built himself a cigar lounge in his basement. Um, and he did it under very specific specifications um, <laughs> in order to keep uh, the smoke from going anywhere else in his house. And I know he has just like a, you know, like a smaller filtration system. I mean, I haven't talked to the dude in... Yeah, I talked to him a couple times right after that because he invited me, not just me, it was some of his buddies too, <laughs> over to like watch a game in his cigar room because he had a big screen TV in there, and it never worked out. But uh, you know, I, always, I bet he, he always said, "Hey, if you want the plans for what I did, he also built his own two thousand count humidor um, that he had in that room." So he was like, yeah, "Just let me know. I'll send you the plans for all this stuff." 
I bet you were like one step away from being drugged at that little get together he had. I, I bet mean, all he was those a guys, slim dude. I was probably like fifty pounds from getting drugged. <laughs> I bet all those guys were in on it, and there was like a drink that you turned down at one point, and they were all disappointed. <laughs> you almost. <laughs> well, I, I didn't. I didn't go there. So. Oh, oh, you didn't go. Okay, sorry. No, I didn't <laughs> thought, go. Okay. Nope. Part of it was that I was a little sketched out. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you did dodge it. Yeah, maybe I did, or did I? Uh oh, you went back. <laughs> no, I'm so saying wait. maybe I missed out on a good time. So wait, what was the job that you did for him though? Oh no, I didn't. You know, you're. I. I you know what I love most about our friendship? <laughs> <laughs> just what a great listener you are. <laughs> I feel like if everyone could just listen to me like you do, I mean, the, the world would be so much better. Well, you, you, know? said, you said you're here for the humidor. Did you buy one from him? I forget. Yeah, I bought, I bought a oh, right. humidor for him. <laughs> Relax. It's not important to the story. Well, it's funny because I've told you the story several times prior. That's to why. Like, okay, here. that's exactly why I zoned out because, like, I've heard it. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just thankful that there's going to be at least one to three people out there that'll listen to that story. Yeah. Well, they should know to keep their mouths shut, or else. Well, clearly, I already know that because no one gives us any advice or input. <laughs> I know we're we're so bad we can't even get negative reviews. <laughs> it's not even worth their time. Yeah, they're like no, not even worth it. <laughs> so I have uh, let's see, I've I've ashed this cigar twice so far. I'm getting ready for a third ashing. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. You want to hear a review? Yeah, do it, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Oliva Serie V Lancero. Uh, I'm not going to read everything because this is pretty long. But let me tell you a little bit about the cigar. The wrapper is a Habano Sun Grown. The binder is Nicaraguan. And the filler is Nicaraguan Jalapa Valley Ligero. Um, rolled or manufactured in Nicaragua. Uh,. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> this guy paired it with a Coke. Actually, you know what? That would be good. A cold yeah. Coke. Honestly, this coffee tastes delicious with it because of the creaminess. I was going to say, this wouldn't be a bad cigar to pair with something sweet, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a sweet cigar, but I could totally see, like, drinking a mojito, having some port. Oh. <laughs> All right. And I go on. Uh, wow, he's got a lot of stuff in here. Okay. Uh, The most classic portion of the Serie V flavor profile is the initial third. It's medium to full with toastiness and leather over cacao and dry woods at medium to full. A finish of a sweeter cacao and cedar mixture ends with herbs. Also huh. medium to full, and about average in length. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> average in length? <laughs> a finish of a sweeter cacao and cedar mixture ends with herbs. Also medium to full, and about average in length. What does that mean? Uh, I, don't, dra- I don't know. <laughs> draw is tight. But oh, yeah. there 
but there is still a generous portion of dark cacao aroma from the smoke production. <laughs> this dude's all about that cocoa. <laughs> Don't say it wrong. Unlike the other Siri V formats, which I really believe just shuffle flavors back and forth, the Lancero <laughs> seems to have an added complexity. The middle portion exhibits a meaty earth over the classic cedar and cacao with a much bitter note. I'm, oh. I'm reading it as it's written, just so you know. Finish is earth over cacao <laughs> and cedar, once again medium to full and about average in lengthy. <laughs> Straight with... He must use a translator, but this is this is. I don't want to. Should I say who it is? I don't want to say who it is. Of course, is. you should. Well, it's from Half Wheel. Huh. This is the Half Wheel review by Charlie Minato. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Maybe um, we just all hopped up on that cacao. <laughs> I guess, man. All right. Let's skip to. Uh, uh, the the third, the final third. Transition complete. Toastiness and herbs dominate over earth and cacao. Still at medium to full. <laughs> the finish is essentially an extension of the initial flavor, herbs, and toastiness over cacao. Medium to full and average lengthwise. It leaves a bit... I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Why would flavors be long or short? Like maybe he means like it lasts a little longer in his mouth. I don't know. I don't know. Like the flavor lingers on. I feel like this must have been written in a different language and translated. Possible. It leaves a bit more to be desired. Although occasionally I have had a few that take on a real pepper note, albeit not of late for whatever reason. <laughs> Sometimes draw tools are needed, but most of the time I get by to the end without the poker, despite the constant tight draw. As the clock nears two hours, two hours! What? The Siri V gets set down, usually with less than an inch left. What? Dude, we've been smoking this for roughly 30 minutes. And I'm easily halfway through. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I probably got another 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he gives uh, a paragraph for the novice, and then he gives a really long paragraph for his final thoughts. Are you interested in any of those? Uh, I'd like the paragraph for the novice, yeah. <laughs> okay. He says, Everyone has a unicorn. There's always one cigar that just hits you personally harder than it should. For me, the Oliva Serie V is that cigar. Perhaps wait, 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 wait. Do you think he doesn't understand what the purpose of calling it a unicorn is? <laughs> yeah, he might not understand what that phrase is referring to. <laughs> Six to one, half a dozen the other. Because as I understand it, isn't doesn't unicorn kind of mean like diamond in the rough, like a one in a million? Yeah, like hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. As opposed to the cigars in every smoke shop I walk into. <laughs> yeah, everyone not, carries. Not, that's not to knock on it. I mean, it's a delicious cigar. <laughs> yeah, but it, it but is everyone everywhere. Everyone carries it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, got that COVID. Oh, yeah. All right, so he says, for me, the Oliva Serie V is that cigar. Perhaps it's the mental stigma from being reminded of when Serie V Churchill Extra 
put me on my ass when I was first beginning? Who knows? Whatever the case, the Serie V for me is always a stronger cigar than it is for most, yet I really enjoy them. Even without my predisposition or special circumstances, this is the last line that is branded as a regular Oliva line for a new smoker, given the doses of nicotine are at their lightest, medium to full. Huh. That, that makes no sense. None of that makes any sense. No, Those are not my not words. I'm sorry. I wasted your time. I'm not going to read his last paragraph. I don't think that you'd... I wouldn't say it's a waste of time. <laughs> no, I never think making fun of somebody is a waste of time. No. Um, I also have a review, Manny, and it's hard to make fun of it until he starts going on with a story about his girlfriend, which I won't read. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why wouldn't you? He published that. <laughs> no. No, he literally like starts talking about how he's able to get out and have a cigar earlier because his girlfriend's out of the house, <laughs> and he gets he tells a whole story about it. Yeah, he means his mom. Yeah, <laughs> mom, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, but you already read the details of the cigar, so I won't bore people with those details again. Well, okay. I mean, some people might have forgotten things very quickly. Some yeah, folks have short-term listen. memory problems. Yeah. All right. Fine. Country of origin, Nicaragua. <laughs> Rapper. Oh, you're reading Habano. it now? Hey, I'm just, I'm just, just doing your bidding. Go, you know? go, go. Body, medium. Strength, medium. Humidor time. He puts all that detail in there. Uh, he does say cigars smoked prior to review. He's had three of them. Uh, his source, purchased with personal funds. I don't know why that's in there. <laughs> okay. Date smoked. All right, so he's got all those details. This cigar was smoked and reviewed in 2018 in September. Uh, I'm going to skip these two paragraphs and go right to his initial appearance and pre-light aromas. The Serie V comes in a toasty brown wrapper with a light tooth and soft sheen. There are some visible veins, but the seams are tight and near invisible. The cigar feels on the heavy side for its size. Uh, The pack feels even and firm. Topping Mm. things off um, is an exquisite triple cap. I removed the cigar from its cellophane wrapper and was immediately hit with a pungent cedar and barnyard aroma. <laughs> Sniffing the wrapper directly yielded plenty of earth, musty aged tobacco, cedar, and barnyard aromas. <laughs> Hold on, let me smell the wrapper. Yeah? No, but it does smell. It smells so good. You would put yeah, the cigar does. up to your nose on the side. Oh, oh. I was doing that for like the first 30 minutes before I came out here outside. Like in that movie Snatch when Benicio Del Toro oh. smells that big old Churchill cigar in the back of the van. Oh, dude, it smells sweet, doesn't it? Almost smells sweet. I was going to say chocolate. Oh, cacao, actually. Oh, cacao! Yeah, the first puff is creamy and spicy. Oh, those were my words. Oh, my gosh. After the first couple puffs, the cigar begins to settle in. Still plenty of cream and spice, but I'm getting earth. Bread, light caramel, and a nice nuttiness as well. A peppery finish lingers on the roof of my mouth. It doesn't take long for the cigar to begin producing a tight snow white ash. <laughs> uh, I, it, I should uh, I should specify this is from tightwhiteash.com. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Um, yep, that's 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 this dude. You know what Don't, I do like? He said, I am not Googling that. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> It'd probably have similar results to Googling bear ash. Yeah, good point. Yeah. 
uh, start time is 9.10 a.m. Um, I like this next part, and I'm, I'm only going to read these <laughs> couple sentences. Uh, you may notice I'm starting this review early. Usually I wait until the afternoon to smoke my first cigar. That's usually after I've done all my chores. Well, it's Saturday morning, and my girlfriend has left the house early to go volunteering. Mm-hmm. When the cat's away, dot, dot, dot. Ew. Um, yeah, I'm not going to continue reading that. Wait, um, why? Because it's boring. <laughs> why? Does he make um, funny? Okay. After ten minutes, the first chunk of ash drops off. It's about half an inch long and solid. It hit the bottom of my ashtray with an audible thunk. I'm starting to get some light, bright coffee. Huh. Light, bright coffee. Lots of nuttiness on the retrohale at the moment. The aroma is sweet, like baking spices. I still don't know quite what baking spices is. The only thing I can think of is like... Like that, like pumpkin pie spice. Oh yeah, like cinnamon and nutmeg. Clove. I guess that's what people would refer to. Even though when I picture baking, I picture like a turkey roasting in the oven. Uh, see, when I think of baking spices, I just I automatically just think of like sugar and flour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. I received my first comment on this blog a couple days ago. I've been blogging on other websites for the better part of a decade now. That's his mom who commented, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) I've posted 100 videos on YouTube and have a fair amount of comments in my day. This was one of the nastiest comments I have received to date. Yes. My manhood was called into question. (laughs) It appears not everyone is a fan of my long-winded, hyper-descriptive style of cigar reviews. (laughs) Was that you? My description of flavors was snobbish and self-important. Oh, that's hilarious. I appreciate the criticism, but not the personal attacks. I'll just delete the comment. Says tight white ash. (laughs) 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 And it goes right back into the second third. Uh, The guy who commented also said I smoked the cigar too slow. He's probably right. When reviewing a cigar, I tend to slow down. Oh, see see how boring this is? Um, Yeah. Um, he goes into how beautiful and quiet the morning is, his neighbor's mowing the grass, and then that jumps directly into the strength of the cigars creeping up on me. <laughs> um, it's not overwhelming, but it's there. The body has remained at a solid medium, leaning towards medium full. It's a smooth cigar. Uh, final third, smoke time is around 50 minutes. We're cruising along. The ash drops off every half inch or so. Beautiful, light, gray ash. The flavors continue to slowly morph rather than widely transition. I love good transitions, but I don't mind the gentle story arc of this cigar either. Blah, blah, blah. Dark chocolate is coming in behind the coffee. That's, that's, you gotta watch out. Dark chocolate's coming in behind the coffee. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Lending around sweetness to the flavor profile. The creaminess is fading. We are nearing the band. Body is ticking up as the cigar builds... To a crescendo. The band puffs off easily. This is your standard Siri V band. But it's been trimmed down with a pair of scissors to fit this one stick. Oh. <laughs> uh, so everything I've read, there's probably, I kid you not, 15 times more than what I've read. Oh my gosh. Well, okay, so, so I pulled up Tight White Ash. Mm. And he has this really long review for a Rocky Patel cigar. <laughs> oh. 
Can I quote you one of the lines from his review for a Rocky Patel cigar? Oh, please. Nuts play a supporting role. <laughs> <laughs> That's in his review. That must be the one the comment was about when he questioned his manlyhood. <laughs> oh, this is like too good. This is like, uh, like what's that movie? Like Waiting for Guffman. This is like one of those characters named Tight White Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he gets into a lot of details, a lot of which have nothing to do with the cigar. <clears throat> but, I mean, it's still delicious. I've probably got two inches left of the cigar, and it's delicious. Um, I think I bought these for around 10 bucks a pop, which it seems to be pretty standard. Um, I think it's definitely worth it. Yeah, it's um, a good I cigar. Do think yeah, it's a good cigar. I think that it's obviously like great for you know someone who smokes cigars all the time and likes a premium smoke. I think it's also a great cigar for a beginner. Honestly, it's not too strong. It's got a lot of flavor to it. Um, I've got a good story of Olivas. Oh, oh well, please share. Once again, you may have heard this story already. You may even remember these days. <laughs> but there's a spot, I think it's still open and running in Norwalk, Connecticut, uh, called Cigar Factory Outlet. And Cigar Factory Outlet was known for just selling boxes of cigars. You go in there and buy boxes of just about any cigar. Um, if they didn't have it, they could easily get it for you within a couple days. Oh, yeah, they had like um, piles of Oliva cigars in there. Yeah, so when Oliva first kind of came, not I don't say came onto the scene, because obviously they've been around for a while, but... Before anyone really knew them to be like a premium cigar, they were the first cigars that they started selling um, as individual sticks. So you could buy it. And I think it was just their way of like pushing the product because you could, it was literally the only cigar you could buy, just like a, a cigar. Um, and then they eventually went into also selling um, Toronto's. And then they also, I mean, last time I was in there, they have a bunch of different cigars. You can buy them by the stick. But uh, I remember when you could buy these things and they were like three bucks. And it was, I mean, glorious. Because imagine this cigar for $3. Are you serious? They were that cheap back then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Cigar factory outlet, baby. Yeah, plus, like, back then, there were there wasn't nearly the tax uh, that there is on cigars now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that we were paying, what, like, five bucks for the stupid Bahia Golds? Hey, they weren't stupid. Days? They were my favorite cigar, okay? <laughs> Dude, those things suck. They did not suck. They were delicious, and then something happened to Tony Bayeroni, and I don't know. Wow, why, I, don't, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> I should I should look that up. But he was the like CEO of Bahia Cigars, and uh, they went downhill. Yeah, I mean, you could still get them for like I don't know, like thirty, forty bucks for a box of them online. <laughs> I don't think they're the same. Not the golds. No, they probably are the same. I think what happened, man, is we started smoking better cigars. <laughs> and then we went back to him and was like, oh. That could very well be the case. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but this is delicious, man. Uh, I would say thank you, but since I'm the one that gifted it to you. Thank you. I'll say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I, now, you did say that you had a random question for me that you were saving for the air. Did I? Oh. Yeah, like right before we hit record. <laughs> uh, I mean, if we need to keep talking, I suppose. Uh, 
I'd say we owe it to the fans. Ugh, I don't know if we owe them that, but... <laughs> I don't know if we owe them anything at this point. <clears throat> okay, real quick, and then we'll end it. My last question. You have to pair a meat with a cigar. What do you pick? Ooh. Uh, that's a little too simplified there, Manny. God's got a gun to your head, and he's like, you pick meat or else I'm going to shoot you. Um, are, like, are you able to cook that meat however you'd like? Yeah. All right. Um, I, you know what? This is very recent, so you're going to think that I'm not actually putting thought or care into this answer. But uh, I did just recently get a smoker as an early Christmas gift. Um, and I smoked some beef ribs that were freaking delicious. Probably the best ribs I've ever tasted. I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back, but they were so good. Um, and I'd probably do something like that. Okay, all right. The rub is a heavy is a heavy pepper rub. Okay, well, you know what my choice is? Do you care? I mean, I don't, but yeah, sure, go ahead and answer. Uh, calamari. Huh? Calamari. Like fried calamari? Yeah, dude. Like mezzanote fried calamari. Yes, sir. Oh, don't even get me started. Mm-hmm. Don't even get me started, sir. Anyway, that's my number one choice. I don't uh, I don't agree with some people's choice of a steak with a cigar. Yeah. Uh, a cigar after a steak, like Rocky Patel enjoys one, sure, but not during. Not like Yeah, a... I actually started enjoying them less after a steak, just because he does. <laughs> well, you know, uh, who was it in um, Cypher in The Matrix? When he was having mm. a cigar with a steak, I was like, that takes away from the enjoyment of both of those. Yeah. Um, I think he does that in real life, by the way. Who, Joe Pantoliano? Yep. Pataliano, I think you mean. Excuse me? Pataliano, I think is what you're referring to. I thought it was Pantoliano. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Yeah, he did. Uh, he opened up a restaurant in Norwalk back in the day. That's right. Actually, um, right, right in the same neighborhood as the cigar factory. Uh, nope, it wasn't, but that's okay. Yes, it was. That little meat place in South Norwalk. It was just on, it was on Water Street. No, that wasn't him. Oh, wait, what, who who opened that one? Well, I have no idea. That was Joe Pantoliano's place. No, he had a place on Route 7 near the Duchess. Oh, interesting. Okay. Near the Tuxedo place. There, that's a good way to remember it. Okay, okay. That, that neighborhood. Uh, it was good. Good Italian cuisine, uh, but there was often dudes sitting out front in their little uh, awning smoking stogies. So, uh, so maybe maybe in real life he sat around just eating a steak and smoking a cigar. I do have to say, I mean, I think I've mentioned this before, definitely to you, but also on this podcast. It is a great experience living here in Virginia. And obviously I haven't done it in a while with COVID, but... Uh, just being able to literally sit there and smoke a cigar at a restaurant. I mean, outdoors, but at a restaurant and just like eating a meal while smoking a cigar. There's just something about it that that I actually do enjoy. Um, can I remind you of the restaurant called Bamboo in South Norwalk? Um, I don't remember that restaurant. Uh, well, Joe Pantoliano uh, is, or, or was the owner, if it's still there, Bamboo, with the executive chef Yoichi Saito from Iron Chef, Jap uh, really? Japan. Yep. 
So I was incorrect. I'm sorry. You, you were incorrect, and I was but right he about that. Also one. owned another restaurant, though. I, I'm not saying you're wrong, but don't don't you dare, don't you don't you dare. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> well, if anyone wants to go visit Bamboo, uh, as of 2002, their phone number was area code two zero three eight five five eight nine zero zero. Yeah, but if it was in South Norwalk, I mean, I know no one that listens to this. Maybe one, one listener will understand this. Um, but if it was in South Norwalk, there's no way it's still open since 2002. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of curious when it closed. I never went there, man. 2003? Oh, let's see. Hey, it says... Uh... Nope, it doesn't. <laughs> nope. No, they're, I don't think they're open. He was too busy taking his time getting free movies at Hoyt Cinemas back then. I'm sure that's all he was doing. Yep. Uh, I'm not. I'm not even joking. He was all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I would give him free movies. <laughs> Wait, he came to your theater? Yeah, he used to go to the theater. He lived in Wilton, <laughs> and he used to go to the theater when I worked there. You never and, told uh, me that. I, I've never told you that. No, dude. He wanted to come and watch. I think it was Spider Man. Um, cause his, all right, all right, I gotta get into the story now. Once again, no one's going to care about this. Cypher came to your movie theater. Oh yeah. Um, so his daughter was friends with my cousin. I think it was his stepdaughter, but anyways, my cousin, I would invite several times, uh, to come and watch what we called, um, family and friends showings of movies, which basically just meant that we'd string movies up a day early before they were released and we'd all watch them. <laughs> Creepy. That's what happens when you put high school kids in charge of a movie theater. Okay. Um, so we'd like pack out like a theater. I mean, not pack out, but we'd literally have like 60, 70 people and people would be drinking and smoking <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, and we just put on a movie that wasn't out for release yet. Uh, so he caught wind of this and asked at one point if he could join us. And my <laughs> obvious answer was yes. Um, the other co-assistant manager said no, because he said it was really messed up what he did to the guys. What? And, uh, <laughs> he literally was like, uh, no, you're not welcome into this theater. And he was like, excuse me? And he's like, I, I, I still can't get over what you did to Neo. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, you're not allowed to talk to, to people who are in the movie business anymore. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, great story. Thank you. All right. I'm done. I am just, yeah, I'm just finishing this bad boy. I just put it down. I would rate this a 1,085 out of 1,090. That's really, that's really highly rated. Mm Mm-hmm. That's like higher than 9 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd probably rate it a 8. A seven or eight out of ten. Ooh, ooh, why? Because it's good. It's reliable. But you know, when I think of other Lanceros, um, for the money at least, you know, I I, I might compare it to like a um, what is it, a Herrera Esteli. Yeah. Um, it's a great cigar. Don't get me wrong, but I think there are some some other ones for the money that might have a little more, uh, you know, a little more flavorful, a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would I mean, definitely smoke these again. I probably wouldn't buy a box. So, 
So for me, I haven't smoked a ton of them besides like back in the day when they were first like a thing for me. But this makes me want to smoke them more often. I know this is the go-to cigar for for uh, my boy Andy over at um, Old Virginia Tobacco Company. Yep, I can see that. Um, this is his, I mean, once again, not to pat myself on the back, but this is a cigar I bought for him for Christmas last year. I have not been in there for a while, so I didn't buy him a cigar for Christmas. Wow, you are so generous. Well, you know, I just figure, you know, I, I just, you know, why not? He always gives me, well, almost always gives me good recommendations. You know, I have a couple uh, Rocky Patels in my humidor that I'm dreading to smoke, but... Yeah, I have a buddy with good cigar taste who actually also kind of prefers Olivas as like a good go-to smoke. Similar to how I'll always smoke uh, an Arturo Fuente and be happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, I could see this, though, as always being happy with the with Oliva. If yeah. they all stand up to something like this. I haven't had a bad one. Oh, dude. What, I, this is completely random. But do you remember that cigar? I think it was called The Wedge. No. <laughs> I think the same company that made Nub, which I guess would be these guys, uh, came out with The Wedge. And it was like a half inch thick, not even. And it was like a flat, like... I mean, it was the size of a Nub, like in length. But it was like a flat cigar. You don't remember those? No, I'm trying to... I just did a Google image search, but I'm not... I did. I did The Wedge Cigar. I don't know, maybe it wasn't called the wedge. I don't know. I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> COVID sneeze. Whew. Yeah. Well, Manny, thank you. This was, you know, this is this is a great experience for me. Well, thank you for the generous gift. You are so kind, and you're definitely gonna have a really sweet home in heaven. Yeah, only because of this. Yes. Well, this will factor into it. All right. But thank you. Thank you for securing that for me. All right, everyone, go smoke as much as you can. Kill the COVID with smoke. All right, good night. Bye-bye.